I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey and welcome to episode 47 of Australian Jams. I just did my voice change from normal conversation to Australian Jams voice and James's face went funny. It was good. Uh, I'm Gemma Bastiani, if you didn't know that. Today I'm very excited to have a returning guest but good friend of mine, James Seymour with me, who is otherwise known as... Fields. Fields. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? It's been a while since we've hung out. It's been good to chat. I know. It has been. See your new space since I've last been into Australian Jams, which was two years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you, we had the weird setup at two different desks last time. Yeah. This time yeah. it's way more legit. It's very professional. <laughs> I'm very impressed. I've provided lots of Apple. Yeah, I'm going to be buzzed by the end of this episode. <laughs> it's very juicy as well. Sugar it's good. High. I hope everyone hears you chew in just a second. Yeah. <laughs> Um, But for those who don't know you, uh, can you tell us a little bit about Fields, where you started, all that sort of stuff? Yeah, I guess um, I would have started not long before we did the first Australian Jam session as kind of an offshoot to some some bands that I'd played in previously to kind of tackle my own um, pursuit of, you know, songwriting and producing. It it also kind of kick-started my production career, which I'm... Um, also, you know, doing at the moment. Um, so Fields has kind of evolved from just me and an acoustic guitar into different band lineups and um, lots of different influences and mm. just experimenting production-wise and um, writing with a whole bunch of different people. Um, and, yeah, it's kind of evolved over those two years into some, into what it is now and I don't see it kind of stopping evolving. It's, it's, it's a nice outlet to be able to do that through, you know. That's cool because obviously I've worked with you in previous bands and things like that mm-hmm. and the thing that's always really stood out to me about your musicianship has been your songwriting. And it's been really nice to see that maintain as strong as it always has been mm-hmm. but all these other elements evolving around it and fitting it really well. Yeah, I think um, I think I've always had this kind of um, drive to do something 
new or, or different or explore different things and that's kind of kept me going with my songwriting for sure and and definitely collaboration and working with others you learn so much so I'd highly recommend writing with a friend. <laughs> uh, Excellent. Yeah. And, I mean, we were just talking about a few of your band members. Who's in your band at the moment that we can give some shout-outs to? Um, at the moment, the Fields lineup is uh, Jared Young from Bad Pony. Who has been on Australian Jams. Yeah, he fronts Bad Pony. He's playing drums and doing some singing. And Katie Whiten from All Our Exes Live in Texas is playing synth and singing and... Daniel O'Keefe on guitar, who also plays with Dadiri, and Mark Weber, who plays bass for Bad Ponies, playing bass for Fields. <laughs> and um, yeah, we've we've just done a bunch of. Um, we did a little tour up to Ballingen Bellow Winter Music Fest recently, um, so we've got a few shows under our belt as that unit, and it's feeling really good. So um, I, I think it might be that way for a while <laughs> it's great <laughs> heck yeah um but you've come in with three songs two choices and then one that we're actually going to be premiering right at the end um so we're going to do things a little bit differently i'm going to start with one of my songs so that we can end with james's song um so i'm going to kick it off with wood's new single how long i'd wait sweet um I've been a massive, massive fan of Woods for quite a while. It's been interesting, similar to Field, see how it develops, but the thing that's always maintained has been that lyricism throughout it all, mm-hmm. like while everything else evolves. And I think in this one in particular, the lyricism is there, but also I think it's the best we've heard her voice on a, on a track. Mm-hmm. Um, it just sounds so beautiful and almost like too perfect in a way. The way that she uses that falsetto, it's just stunning the way it kind of moves through but then there's strings in it which Mm. we all love there's all different sorts of things and every time I listen to this song I find something new in it which I think is the signature of a good song yeah totally um so yeah you mentioned Woods um kind of evolving over this time and and I guess when I started Field she was around and I was loving her because she's a producer and she's so inventive and always looking to kind of you know, or her sound seems to be evolving all the time, and um, and it's actually been a while since I've heard anything from Woods, yeah, uh, for one reason or another. But it was a pleasant surprise to hear this new track. Um, like you said, it's it's quite thematic, and like I could hear it on a movie or something. And then she's got this pristine voice that kind of popifies it a bit and yeah. and um, ties it all together. It's it's a really good track. Loved yeah. It. And the other thing is that the artwork and the press shot, as I always mention, is so awesome. Yeah. Like the colours in it are beautiful, the way that it's shot, like everything about the artwork is just stunning as well. So it matches the song beautifully, mm-hmm. um, which we all know she's is very good my favourite thing. Um, yeah, she's really into fashion and mm-hmm. stuff, isn't she? Yeah. Some of her stage performances I've seen recently have been like insanely cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the red kind of jumpsuit thing. Fuck. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think another thing that kind of differentiates Woods from a lot of kind of electronic pop producer type artists at the moment, she knows how to arrange a really stunning chorus that doesn't necessarily become this big pop moment, Mm -hmm. but it encapsulates you and like you can't get away from it. It doesn't go massive. It's not super dynamic because I think sometimes when a song maybe is a little bit weaker, you can rely on it becoming really big mm-hmm. and dynamic 
to get away with it. She doesn't need to do that, and it still is this kind of incredible thing. Totally. Um, and, yeah, I thought that was really interesting because I kind of always expected it to do that, and then it didn't. I was like, I didn't need it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting good really no, got a very call. intense face right now. Um, so maybe we should take a second and have a listen to the song. And then I'll be less weird when we come back. So this one is called How Long I'd Wait. It's by Woods and we'll be back in a second. Over 
That one was How Long I'd Wait by Woods. James, what is your first song for today? It's all right. We can hear you chewing. It's fine. Don't worry um, about it. Well, I'm just looking at your sheet to <laughs> remember the order, but we're going to do Dallas by Brightness. Excellent. What did you like about this one? Um, Brightness has this sound that is just um, so attractive to me right now. It's I don't know. There's... Or, there's always something that you can kind of listen for and you're not quite sure what it is. Um, and then there's, and then that kind of turns into something else. And um, his lyrics are so kind of softly spoken, but they're so in your face. And um, But then the music has this like kind of aggression, grunginess to it. Um, and just the element of like acoustic guitar and, and straight up like badass riffs and stuff. <laughs> Is um is very cool. I love love it. And the new track is my favorite track that that Brightness has put out. So yeah, um yeah. Have you heard Brightness before? Yes. So I actually added this to play on radio as soon as it came out. As soon mm. as it got sent to me, I added it because I was really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing. This is a really powerful song. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing I like about this, and this could be as a producer perceived completely wrong, but from my layman's perspective, I like that it's very heavy on the acoustic guitar and the the vocal is kind of back in the mix a little bit. So you have to focus on listening to it and it Mm. has that kind of feel to it. And then that kind of strained guitar bridge almost that interrupts it kind of shocks you a little bit and kind of, I don't know, it keeps you a bit unsettled the whole time. And then, once you kind of know when to expect those things, you can listen again and appreciate other parts of the song. Totally. It, just like the Woods thing, you kind of find different things when you listen again. Yeah. I'm also obsessed with um, like attention and release. Yeah. Like that guitar you mentioned just kind of holds this weird note and you're like, <laughs> ah, and it's so big and powerful and then it kind of resolves to this like melodic kind of chorusy bit. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's such a thing that I feel like isn't explored a lot where where it's very kind of vulnerable and brittle but it's also so powerful and aggressive at the same time. Yeah. And um the way Brightness does that is is awesome. I yeah. love that. Fuck yeah. Um let's hear it. It's by Brightness, it's called Dallas. I don't know why I'm pointing at you, I'm really sorry. Take it away, James. <laughs>
That was uh, Dallas by Brightness. I almost said that was Brightness by Dallas, but that would have been incorrect. My second song choice is off a new album that I'm very excited about from a band that I've loved for a really long time. It's called Maybe You'd Know, and it's by Holy Holy. Um, My first note here is this album, Damn. Uh, Whole album, great. Artwork, great. Uh, Tim's voice, I think, is really beautiful in this, and I think that that's been a really underrated aspect of Holy Holy as a whole. Um, (laughs) I wish I'd phrased that differently. Um, But the focus has always been on the songwriting or on the guitar solos and things like that, but his voice is actually super unique, I think, and the way he uses it in this, I think, is a level up to what we've heard before. Um, This song is really interesting because it's... I'm, I'm not sure if... People have heard of or read the book, The Trauma Cleaner, but it's about the woman that wrote that, who wrote it about her job in a past life, her current life, I guess. Mm. Um, And I actually found that out not from reading about Holy Holy because I've become that person that will just play the music and not read about what it's about or anything like that, um, which is terrible when you think about the fact that I have a music podcast and a radio (laughs) station. But... um, I work in a space that has a film production company that works on a desk next to me and they're currently uh, doing a documentary about this woman. I think her name is Sandra and they actually mentioned it to me because I was playing Holy Holy in the office and we started a conversation that way. So it's really interesting the way everything connected at that one moment Um, and so I'm really looking forward to seeing this docker now and we've been learning little bits about her life having met her when she's coming to the office and heard things um, that she said or seen bits of the video that they've recorded in interviews with her. So it's been really fascinating. And then it all connecting back to this really beautiful song, um, mm-hmm. which is the first off the record as well. So it's, um, yeah, there's a lot to like about this is the moral of my story. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good moral of a story. <laughs> um, you're a fan of Holy Holy, I think? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, they just keep pumping out great music, hey? Um <laughs> The I think the thing that I latched onto with this one was um, uh, like the 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 lyrics and um, the first time I heard it I didn't really listen out for the lyrics it's not something that I usually do initially um, but but I was immediately drawn to them yeah um, like there's powerful one-liners in there which I'm sure relate to what you're talking about um, and it kind of um, jumped out at me and it was. It was kind of like this anthem that I was drawn to. It was kind of like asking me to be included in this idea of what they're trying to, to portray, and I thought it was very powerful. Yeah. Um, so have a listen and see what you think. <laughs> I find it interesting that you say, as a songwriter and as a really mm-hmm. accomplished lyricist, that you don't listen out for lyrics the first time you listen yeah. to a song. I find that interesting, though. Yeah. Um, that's just how, like, I think, I don't know, everyone's different the way that they listen to music and appreciate music, but that's just my personal thing. I listen out for how it, um, how, how it, emo- what's the word, emotes me, <laughs> um, the emotion that it kind of, um, makes you the feel? state, the state that it puts me in and how it makes me feel. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think lyrics are secondary to that for sure to me for some reason. That's interesting. But, yeah, the emotion of a song is is easily most important, um, both when I write and listen to music. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, 
on that very eloquent thing that has definitely trumped what I said, uh, <laughs> let's listen to Maybe You'd Know by Holy Holy. And if you haven't read it, go out and read The Trauma Cleaner. Totally forgot her name, so I'm clearly not prepared, but definitely read that. Anyway, this is the song.
That was Maybe You'd Know by Holy Holy. James, next song. I'm being weird. I'm really sorry. No, it's good. It's uh, good, to, good to be here. Uh, <laughs> it's the apple. It set me it's, off. It's true. We've eaten half this box of... This That's gigantic not true. Box it's of, like a all right, quarter. We've eaten a quarter of this gigantic box of apple, which is probably about two apples worth so far. Well, there's five apples in there. That's a lot of apples. <laughs> um, I chopped them up yesterday, I know. <laughs> They're still fresh. Um, the next track we're going to do <laughs> yes, is music. 2001 by Carla Geneve. Excellent. Um, she is someone that was recommended to me by Didiri. Yep. Um, she supported him. She's from Perth and she supported him on his last tour and he said, go check her out. So I listened to her music and was um, immediately blown away by her um, kind of raw honesty and... Um, Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Delivery of the song. Um, this song in particular, it's just, it's kind of uh, heartbreaking, but... Um, uh yeah i don't i don't know she has this way of kind of uh telling a story and 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 writing music that kind of just reaches out and punches you in the face which is a good thing when you're listening to music yeah. um to, for some people um this isn't a, her latest release but it's off her um ep that was put out recently her yep. debut ep so um this is my favorite track of that yeah cool um yeah. i I sit in a swivel chair here, if mm. just for context. And I found myself when I was listening to this kind of swaying from side to side, I find the rhythm really soothing in this song. And I know maybe the lyrics and the content aren't necessarily soothing, but I found the delivery of it all really kind of relaxing and it, I kind of sunk into it. I, I wasn't distracted doing other things while I listened. I sat here just kind of swaying in my chair listening to the song. And for me to not multitask because... I need to be doing lots of things all the time. I think that's a really big thing for me. So that was a signal that I was like, oh, yeah, this is a great song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think her voice – I love voices and I love artwork. Those are my two things. Um, I think her voice is really interesting. It kind of – it feels like it's one way and then mid-phrase it'll feel like it's a different way. It's almost like two different 
tones to it mm. in a way. I don't know how to completely explain that, but it's almost super Australian accent and then it kind of phases into almost not operatic but more classic mm. really seamlessly yeah. and it keeps it really interesting throughout. Yeah, maybe that's why I'm drawn to it as well because um, as I touched on it before, this like um, portrayal of like emotion or, or or whatever, she kind of does that really well and I think maybe it's through that use of different tones and, you know, different dynamics and things that mm. that... You, you know, that's how she gets her message across. Yeah. And she's kicking some goals at the moment too. Mm. So check out all of her stuff. But um, this one right now is called 2001. Her name is Carla Geneve. Don't forget it.
Okay. Uh, that was College and Eve with 2001. My next song, I just got distracted, or I distracted James by mentioning football really kind of out of the blue. I love is- how we came back from that <laughs> epic song. You're like, okay, it's like, <laughs> next thing. Like, there's no other segue to get from that emotive state to what we're going to talk about next. There's no. Not at all. I don't know how. I don't have emotions, um, except when it comes to football. Okay. (laughs) I've chosen (laughs) So Close by Kilns as my last song. The reason I mentioned football is because their drummer Dave likes Essendon, and the last time I saw him was at the football. So that's context. Anyway, I felt like I needed to justify myself to you, but you know what I'm like. <laughs> we went to Singapore together while I watched finals, <laughs> coincidentally, True. against Essendon. Oh, gosh. Anyway, uh, Kilns are amazing. Uh, I think this is the best iteration of what Dave and Mick have done. Um, Mickey Cooper obviously has his solo record, and they've been in other bands before that have done reasonably well, but I think this is kind of the most complete we've heard them. Um, those two, mostly. I think Mickey really has a way with words, similar to the way you write your songs. It's really, um, it's off the cuff, but also really not simple at all. And I think that, for me, as someone that is not a songwriter and is not creative, I find that really admirable or interesting, things like that, those words. Kilns are kind of putting together quite a collection of singles right now, and I, I can't wait for the record that's coming up that I know they have release it um you meant to say that on air or everyone knows that it's sitting there somewhere i feel like every artist has a (laughs) record sitting there somewhere oh yes i've got three (laughs) um but yeah they they've never taken a backward step with each of their single releases so go slowly um pinky finger Mm. and now this one um and all of kind of the artwork has been very well branded a lot of what they do is very well thought out and i have respect for that but this is just a really good uh rock song really that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to uh i think they'll appreciate the um well thought out artwork comment because i saw them recently ran into <laughs> them and they were like oh just you know we're struggling with concepts and um uh you know we just want to be true to like the sound so it's it's good that you've noticed that Jim. i'm <laughs> sure they'll appreciate that not exactly what i just said to you is what they said <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was something along those lines anyway. I'll message Mickey then. Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah. Um, well, we already mentioned him tonight because you were going to bring snacks and I said that the only person that ever brought snacks was yeah. Mickey. So then Apple happened. Yeah, I know. I didn't bring the Apple, unfortunately. That's but fine. anyway. <laughs> um, these guys these guys are awesome. I love, I love their kind of... You, you can kind of clearly hear their influences but they do it in their own light and they stay true to that yeah. and um and they just punch out great songs that 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 they want it feels like they just really want to be singing this way and playing this way and mm. and it's a very clear message in that sense and and that's what draws me to kilns i love it yeah um they're launching this one at the old bar in melbourne on the 30th of august as well so everyone should try to get down to that show, provided there's no football on that night, I will be there as well. <laughs> they know that that's the rule. We've had this discussion before. If there's football on, I won't be there. But if there's not, I'm there. No, that's the bye week. I'll be at this gig. Everyone come <laughs> down. <laughs> um, yeah, 30th of August at Old Bar. But I'm going to chill out for a second while we listen to this. This one is called So Close. It is by Kilns. We'll be back in a moment. 
was so close by Kilns. I've calmed down a little bit now. I'm still blaming the Apple for my crazy, Mm -hmm. but we're going to talk about your new song that we're going to premiere now, which is pretty cool. Thank you for letting us do this. No worries. So tell us about the song and what it's called and all that stuff, and then I will annoy you with some questions. Okay. Well, (laughs) it's a song called Awake Springtime, and it came from a couple of little writing sessions um, I touched on collaboration earlier. Yep. This is one of them with uh, Jackson Phelan, who fronts Rat Hammock. Love Jackson. Um, As a I also love blues Jackson. supporter. As a blues. It's not all about football, you know? I'm just saying he's a blues supporter, just okay. like Mickey Cooper. Anyway. <laughs> um, so Jackson and I got together a couple of times um, uh, because we were both um, into or curious about how each other came about writing songs and how we how we actually go about them and um um we kind of pushed our boundaries and um learn a lot from each other and this is uh the kind of product that came from that um or one one of those sessions and i loved it so i pursued it and um and ended up fully producing it with um jared and katie from my band they came in and did some uh, drums and BVs and um, 
and it's come, and it's on my album, which is out in exactly a month's time. Well, give or take a day. The 20th of September, right? 20th of September. Day after my birthday. It's a Friday. I did it for a reason. Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yeah, so it's it's the debut record and this is the fourth single that's been released from the record so far. So Glass Arms. Kill the Moon and Bloody Mary. I love Kill the Moon. It's a great song. Thanks, Jim. I mean, they're they're all good, but Kill the Moon, fuck yeah. (laughs) That was the first one, right? It was, Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So... Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trying to read my really messy writing here. Uh, I think the thing that stood out for me in this song um, was kind of the movement into the chorus mm-hmm. and that kind of filter over the vocal. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. looking at me like if that didn't happen I'm now, I feel really insecure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, those are kind of elements that you have used before, but maybe not to this extent, or maybe there's more on the record that I don't mm-hmm. know about yet. But do you think that the experimenting with that sort of stuff, particularly when it comes to the way your vocal sounds, mm-hmm. has been something you've focused on? Um, yeah, I think I've, I've, I kind of have grown into this idea of... Um, if if you want to make something sound a certain way, it doesn't it doesn't you know it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, I kind of grew up thinking that it had to be recorded beautifully or whatever. And sure, it can initially be recorded beautifully, but I've experimented a lot with like using distortion and weird modulation on on vocals and on weird toy instruments and things. And it's it's so cool and so unique. Some of the sounds you can pull out of that, and that's just. Um, really attractive. It's a it's a great tool to have for me, um, and I explore I explore that a lot on the record, and yeah. it's a great way to you know um, accentuate dynamics and um, uh, you know build ups and flourishes of certain parts of the song and vice versa. And um, yeah, it's just I guess it's just a tool that I've kind of added to my belt. Yeah, um, that I like to use a lot. I like that you said belt yeah. and not kit. Kit. I don't know. Um, I like wearing belts. <laughs> I think, yeah, because the thing that has maintained, other than, as we discussed much earlier in the episode, but the thing that is really distinctive about your music is the songwriting and your voice is quite unique. It's distinctive. Mm-hmm. I think that allows you, again, layman's perspective, that allows you to do more with it because it's always going to sound like you even if you can do those things to it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, true. I Yeah, that's an interesting point because um, I have been in bands where, you know, uh, we write something that might be totally different to where we're going, but then um, you kind of got to remind yourself that because it is you writing it and because you will sing on it, it will still have sound like you. you yeah. Know? And it's kind of what you make it from there. So. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. A nice layman's observation, <laughs> Thank as you, you. called it. <laughs> James used to hate my um, my mix notes when he used to send me songs. He'd Did always I? be like, "No, that's not right." <laughs> <laughs> no, we're doing it this way. <laughs> I'll be like, "All right, don't send oh, it to I'm me." I'm sorry. Then. It sounded okay. really aggressive back then. <laughs> no, I have lots of your mixes on um, on my computer, so I could destroy you and just release them. Okay. All. <laughs> I would never do that. Um, I think the other thing that I really liked was that bridge into the heavier kind of outro as well, mm-hmm. that change in feel. Yeah. 
you haven't written a lot of songs that have done that in the past, but I think mm. we've seen more of them with Fields than we have other projects. Is that something you've kind of come into understanding how to make them work? Uh, yeah, I think it more comes from, uh, like I said earlier, just experimentation. And um, and when I produce something, I, I like to think of... I, re- I take a step back a lot, like during the songwriting and producing kind of process um, and look at it as a whole and um, dynamics are very important to me and um, yeah I guess I guess the little things that add to certain moments um, mm. kind of build together into those things and it, and it has something that it is something that has developed over over time um, yeah I don't know I I think the fields thing allows me to do more things like that just yep. because I'm not tied to anything and or anyone. Yeah, or anyone and I just do it. Like, why not? Heck yeah. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I have chatted enough on this. How about we listen to the song and then when we come back you can shout out, remind people of some dates and things. Okay. Sound good? So That's here good. is the premiere of Field's fourth single before mm-hmm. debut album, mm-hmm. uh, Awake Springtime. Us. If mercy gets its way, you won't stick around very long. Now it's moving furniture, now it's calling old friends. If mercy mentions me, you won't stick around very
That was Field's new single, Awake Springtime. Thank you so much, James, for allowing us to play that. Tell us dates. When can people catch you? When can people hear the record? Everything. Plug okay. away. Um, well, the pre-release of my record, so you can go pre-save it on Spotify or whatever, um, and you can also pre-order a vinyl, which is coming out, um, is available now, August 20. And then I'm releasing the actual album on September 20, and that'll be everywhere. I'm going to invade social media. I'm sorry in advance, but that's how you got to do things as an independent artist. Correct. So, um, I can't remember any other dates at the moment, but that's all that's on my mind. So let's just go with that. Just remember September 20. It's easy for me to remember. Yeah, rad. It's the anniversary of my knee reconstruction. Oh, my God. <laughs> Beautiful reminder. <laughs> you remember coming back from Singapore? Yeah, but not specifically the date. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've lost my mind, but I remember it because <laughs> I had your pedal board. You, you've got a great memory. <laughs> we went to Singapore. It was the best. I remember going to Singapore. I also don't drink alcohol. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Um, Singapore was fun. I had a great time. It was too hot. When you have some shows to announce, can you let us know so we can share it on our socials, yeah, please? Yeah, 100%. Thank you, kind sir. In the meantime, everyone go and pre-purchase, pre-save, do all that jazz. I'll try to remember to do that too. Oh, the album's called Cut Your Teeth, by the way. Cut Your Teeth. Yeah. Good thing you had apples stuck in your teeth then. Yeah. Might have some more. Good. Um, thank you so much for coming and chatting to me. I appreciate it greatly. Um... This has been episode 47 of Australian Jams. I've got a fun thing planned for episode 50. You can also hear my past episode with James. Uh, I'll link that in the show notes. We went a bit crazy then as well, didn't we? Maybe don't. I don't know. What did we say? Maybe don't (laughs) listen to that one. It was good. That's past James. It's the second most listened to episode of Australian Jams. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Do you feel special now? A little. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Angie McMahon pipped you. Oh, good on Angie. Love Angie. She's great. Okay, we should stop this now. (laughs) This has been Australian Jams. I've been Gemma Bastiani. That's been James Seymour, otherwise known as Fields. Make sure you buy musically, stream music legally, go to live shows, please. Otherwise, wait two more weeks and we'll have another great episode out. Beautiful. Catch ya. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.